Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the show. And today we're recording another mutual aid episode of the Professional Volunteer Podcast. As always, thanks for being here. I appreciate you taking a few moments of your time to, well, to listen to me. Um, I truly appreciate it. And as always, I appreciate all the feedback that you provide me on the episodes. So today is a big week, or actually today is a big day, part of a big week for me. Uh, You're listening to this either on or after uh, June 12th, 2020, and it is a big day for me because uh, my baby girl, my daughter, is graduating high school today, and I thought that a good topic to discuss uh, might be family and the things that we miss when we dedicate ourselves as a volunteer firefighter or volunteer uh, EMS worker. It doesn't really matter. Um, The things that we miss when we dedicate ourselves to volunteer emergency services. And I had a couple conversations in the last week that kind of inspired this, uh, this episode. Kind of made me reflect back on the past uh, 12 years, uh, 12, well, the last 18 years, to be honest with you, or the last almost 18 years. Um, and, you know, so when we sign up as a volunteer, and if we, if we take it seriously, if we take it as a, you know, if we treat the job as a professional, which is our message here as a professional volunteer, you know, we don't miss a lot. Um, we want to be there for everything. We want to be there for all the calls. We want to be there for all the meetings. Um, we're dedicated. We treat it as a job. We want to be there. When the alarm sounds, we go. When the pager goes off, we go. Uh, when the phone rings, we go. And, you know, as I reflect back and I think about it, um, so... My daughter came home from the hospital when she was born uh, in my chief's truck (laughs) when I was chief the first time, first time around. Uh, She came home in the chief's truck. Somewhere I've got some, somewhere I have some pictures of that. I'm going to have to dig up and see if I can use them on a throwback Thursday or maybe even add them into her graduation collage. But yeah, she came home in her you know, in her little seat, um, in my chief's truck. And, you know, over the years, there's no doubt that I miss stuff, you know, and I miss stuff because of my, uh, dedication to being a firefighter, like so many of you, um, missed events, missed meals, missed just things, right? Just, just, uh, snapshots in life, things that I I know that I probably missed. And we all have. And after talking to a couple friends this week, or this past week, um, you know, super dedicated guys that gave things up along the way so they would not miss things. And I have a ton of respect for them for that, uh, for doing that, 
for, you know, for seeing the big picture, for realizing that you're not going to get those moments back because, you know, as I think back, um, you know, I can't think of any key moments that I missed, but I'm, you know, I'm sure I might've missed something. Um, and look, I'm not, I'm not saying that I did a bad job. I'm just saying that, um, I've always had a lot on my plate. I've always, you know, held down not only the firehouse, but my nine to five, a couple other side jobs. Um, so there's always been a lot of time where I've been not around and out of the house and whether it was working or at the firehouse or whatever it was. And I know a lot of you listening can relate to that. And I guess my message is after, after speaking with these other guys, and I've had this conversation with people before, you know, I've had people come to me and say, Hey, I'm changing jobs and I'm not going to be around as much as I used to be. And you know, my advice to them was, listen, as much as I love your enthusiasm, as much as I love the way you treat your volunteerism as a profession, um, it's not, you know, it's not paying your bills. You still have to hold down a job. And, and I know people that have made life-altering decisions because of their dedication to their volunteer fire department. And as much as I respect that, you cannot do that. You just cannot do that, right? You can't allow your volunteerism to um, steer your path when it comes to your family and your job, right? Um, and, And my advice to those guys over the years was, listen, Firehouse will always be here. You know, if you need to take a little time off, get settled in your new position, get settled in your new job, just go ahead and do it. The firehouse will always be here. Now, you know what the shitty side of that is? And I think this has come up on a couple other episodes. The shitty side of that is there are people within the organization that will not appreciate that. And that is such bullshit. You know, there's people in the organization and if somebody has... Um, a, a, a moment in their life where they need to step aside from the firehouse or they're making a job change and they need to step aside from, from the firehouse and they need to take some time to de- dedicate themselves to that change in their life or to their family or to whatever the hell it is. There are people within the organization that will not accept that and will use that as an excuse to push them out of the organization, to enforce the rules, to enforce the laws, to enforce the points, to enforce whatever the hell it is. And my friends, that is absolute bullshit. If we have a valuable member, somebody that has dedicated their time, that was always there, that takes the training seriously, that wants to be a better firefighter, and, and they dedicate a portion of their life to doing so, and then something changes in their life where they need to take a step to the side for a little while, we need to honor that. We need to support that. We don't need to use that as an opportunity to push them out the door, right? That is, again, I'm going to put it in simple, simple words, absolute bullshit, right? We're not supporting our members if we're doing that, okay? We're not supporting a, a person that maybe needs whatever. Maybe they need the month, a month or two off. Maybe they need a couple of weeks. Who the hell knows, all right? But if we want them to come back and to continue giving their time 
and continue dedicating to the service, right? we need to support them. We need to support them in their changes in their personal life. Right? Now, listen, if they never did anything, right? if they never really dedicated themselves much, and they were uh, what some folks call as a hanger-on, right? They were just, you know, they were a T-shirt member. They were only in it for the T-shirt, all right? And then, they, you know, they've got to go. They never really dedicated any time. They've got to go somewhere. And you know for a fact that they're probably not coming back. All right, different story, you know? See where it goes. And then if, you know, if you need to enforce... If you need to enforce your rules, however your rules are written, you know, enforce them. Now, I am not preaching selective enforcement here either, folks. I'm just saying that take a look at the big picture. Don't take a valuable member of your organization and because they had a life-changing event, um, make it so that, that, you know, make it so that they, they will never come back, right? Look at what's happening with everything during this pandemic, right? And again, this is being recorded during the pandemic, hopefully the end of the pandemic. But look at all the things that are out there that are ways for us to continue to support our members, but to also protect them, right? If you look at some of the suggestions that have come down, all right? So, we, you know, we had to take our 70 plus members and, you know, put them out of active service for a while. But... There are suggestions out there that are saying that you could give them credit for calls and give them credit for points by having them do online training or having them punch in on your I'm responding system as, you know, standing by. All right. There's ways to get around the system to support them during that time instead of, you know, pushing them to the side, making them feel invaluable and not important to the organization anymore. Same thing. All right. So. That's, that's my message for the day, all right? Um, the organization will always be there and hopefully should always be there for you. But don't miss important moments in your life and don't miss opportunities in your life because of your dedication to volunteerism. Right? I 110% respect your dedication to volunteerism. I respect it more than you know. It's something that I have lived the last 30 years of my life doing, and I love it. I love the opportunities it has given me. I love the friendships that I have made. I love the fact that it, it gives me the opportunity to come on a platform such as this and speak to you. But don't let it cost you things, is my message. So I hope that resonates with some of you today. Again, big week for me here. Um, <laughs> I get a little, yeah, I get a little choked up when I when I really, really start thinking about it, and I am right now. So I'm going to get the hell off this podcast. <laughs> but uh, my friends, thank you again for your support. I appreciate you more than you more than you know. Um, again, you know, if you have some ideas for an episode, uh, want to just share some things that you got out of an episode, please hit me up on the DM on Instagram or Facebook, at Professional Volunteer. Uh, Shoot me an email, ProfessionalVFF. That's ProfessionalVFF at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. Or uh, on the uh, internet at ProfessionalVolunteerFirefighter.com. And uh, again, anytime, anything you want to share, I love hearing from you guys. 
So thanks again for tuning in. Until the next time, my friends, don't forget, a paycheck does not make you a professional. How you approach the job does. Stay safe and stay healthy.